0: You are listening to the strongest podcast on the internet, the gym life podcast with mighty Joe and the world's most average man, Robbie Millar. It's time to flex and be entertained. The gym life podcast starts right now.
1: Okay. Welcome to episode 34 gym life podcast. Little bit of a mashup here for you today. Uh, as many of you know, we're generally live on Wednesday nights, but uh, this episode here is kind of done in a couple different parts. And I uh, just wanted to introduce, I guess, my co host for the first part, of course, is uh, Pam Greeshock, our, our podcast partner, if you will, with Living Fit with Pam Greeshock. Thanks for joining me, Pam.
2: Hey, thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, it's not too often we get to sit down together on the same podcast, is it? No. Welcome to the big leagues, Pam. This is when you're really in the hey. big leagues now. You're on part of the gym life podcast.
2: You know. This feels great.
1: You were here once before.
2: Yes, feels great to yeah. be here.
1: Okay, well, good to be back anyhow, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, thanks for joining me. You know, I thought having Pam in the scene might help out for those of you who are watching on YouTube to maybe look at somebody different than me, and uh, it'll actually keep me on point a little bit too, because somebody we're going to introduce today that's a part of our podcast team now, you actually know a little bit better than me, so I might refer to you on some of that information, of course, so. Great. Yeah. You're all ready for that. I know. Yes. So anyhow, uh, like subscribe, share, of course, that is always the first way we like to start off these shows, get everybody out there moving in the same direction when it comes to the gym life podcast and all the other podcasts we have and are going to have on gym life media. Uh, we just more recently introduced one more strong cast with Darren Zola. If you haven't seen that post on our social media, uh, Darren has, uh, joined our podcast team with some of his content, and again, all we're trying to do is get together all these great gym life type podcasts, put them together under one umbrella so we can share each other's audiences a little bit and try to get some crossover and, and get some of you folks interested, as you probably already are, in a lot of the different podcasts in the different realms of the fitness community that we're all a part of, whether that's our, our family, our friends, our, our wives, our husbands, that sort of thing. So we can share some of this great content uh, with you to share with all of them. So, gym life media, that's gymlife.media. Uh, If you get a chance, get over there and and check out what we're going to be doing with that podcast. Uh, Also, too, just released a couple interviews last week and and this week. Sam Bellevue, of course, was on Clash of the Coast. She's one of those white, bright, smiling Canadians I referred to in a couple of my clips a while back. And uh, Sam, of course, just broke the circus dumbbell record, uh, 183.9 pounds at Clash of the Coast and of course that was a great feat of strength by her she's one of several Canadians that are making a big splash on the national and international scene right now so we were lucky to have her check that out of course Kevin Ferris is one that we released for Darren and one more strong cast with Godzilla Uh, Darren or Kevin of course is going to the world's strongest man Uh, so get ready to see that of course he's representing the United States there as well and of course I just did an interview with George Bullard from the Great Lakes Strongest Man as kind of a follow up, a prelude to what's coming up later this summer. So those of you who are interested in that event are competing there and or getting ready to spectate it or support somebody that's there, uh George shared a lot of great information with us uh in respect to what he's continuing to do to make that event a better event for all of us, uh coming up with later on this summer, which of course the Gym Light podcast. And Pam, you're going up there with us.
2: Oh yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah.
1: You're excited yeah. about that, right? Yes. Yeah. Pumped. You're yes. gonna be our on site reporter, by the way. Okay. You know how ES always got that uh female reporter type status going on. Okay. I'm trying to put it mildly so I don't yes, offend you yes, in any yes, kind of yes, chauvinistic yes. way. Yeah. That's what you're gonna be for gym life <laughs> okay, up so there. So I'm get ready. Learn. Yeah, yes. right. Stretch pants the whole nine yards. We're gonna put a nice strong man shirt on you. Get the job done for us. I am there. Okay, I'm great.
2: All in. Let's do Just it.
1: making sure I kind of put you on the spot with that. But we you heard it here, folks. She's, Pam's gonna do it for us. So uh and then on top of that, of course, we're gonna Put out another shout out for the Windy City Strongest Man with Mike Lohman. Uh, that is June 14th. I'll be heading out there to uh, cover that event. I uh, can't wait to get out there to see all you Chicago guys, throw down some heavyweight and and uh, of course be a part of that great event, which it is every year and get some good content here for the podcast and hopefully meet a lot of you guys out there as well. So one of the bigger announcements we wanted to make today, uh, and I just got off a, a big Zoom call with this team yesterday. Is that being a part of the Gym Life podcast family now is going to be Monica Brant, and if those of you out there who know who Monica Brandt is or should, she's an icon- uh, iconic figure in the in the whole bodybuilding industry. I guess we can say, right, Pam?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The,
1: Where she started, and where icon, she is now. Yeah. What, sure. Well, give her the bio. Give everybody the bio. What's the bio on Monica?
2: Well, her bio is really big, but to sum it up, you know, yeah. she's a she's a fitness pioneer, right? So she was our first big, I think, well known face in female. Fitness and bodybuilding, and um, you know, she's competed in the Olympia and all that stuff, so she would definitely be like your iconic cover model, the, the girl that's in the magazines, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that, that would she be won Monica the Olympia, Brandt. too. I think, yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah, I think 1991 or, 1991 or something like that, but or she started in '91. Um, yeah, she's been around forever. So, honestly, if I feel like if anybody knows their sport in fitness or bodybuilding, they should know who Monica Brandt is. Um, cause I'm a believer that if you are in a sport, you should know the history of your sport and she is definitely, um, again, a pioneer.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, I would agree. And, and it didn't take me but one second to remember who Monica Brant was because when I was growing up in the gym, as a lot of guys and girls out there were, mm-hmm. it seemed at every week she was on the cover of another magazine.
2: Oh yeah. She uh, was know. definitely one of the, you know, the top three girls of why I even got into women's bodybuilding yeah. was, was Monica Brandt. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you and probably thousands and thousands, thousands of thousands other where, women. Yeah. yeah,
2: especially my generation. Yeah, they'll say like, yeah, Monica Brands, the reason I really got into it, I, I loved, you know, she she's the, she was a beautiful face for women muscle. And, you know, she made it okay to be muscular, but True. feminine. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that it really, if you look at it from that perspective, yep. that's exactly what she did. Because yeah. at that point in history, in bodybuilding history, mm-hmm. there weren't a lot of women out there showcasing that kind of muscle.
2: No, very few, yeah. you know, very few before her, but she definitely, I mean, the couple before her were just kind of right along with her and she kind of just took it to another level, yeah. you know, and she, she gave us all goals. Like if there was a hashtag back then as hashtag goals it would be Monica Brandt. Yeah. You know, we yeah. all wanted to look like Monica Brandt yeah. and look mm-hmm.
1: where we're at now, right? Yeah. This whole, like this, this era where. Every woman out there, those of us that are are associated in the fitness community as Mm -hmm. a woman, uh, that's kind of a goal, isn't it? To get muscular or to get big, to get strong, whatever it may be. Yeah,
2: strong, muscular, and it's okay to have muscle and be feminine all at the same time and beautiful, you know? Yeah, right, Mm right. Yeah,
1: it's so cool to have Monica on board. When you look at that history from that perspective and what she brought to the whole fitness and lifting community Mm -hmm. as a whole, she was one of those pioneers. So we're super lucky to be on board and her to be on board with us. We're actually gonna be co-producing her show, which is the Monica Brandt show. Uh, it's gonna be on, of course, YouTube and available on Gym Life Media. Uh, and then of course, we're gonna be a part of her team and a part of her production. So we're gonna be able to share an awful lot about Monica Brandt. For those of you out there who don't know who she is, you're gonna learn a lot about her. Mm-hmm. And certainly her guests are sick. I mean, oh, yeah. she, her, the shortlist, I mean, I was literally talking to Monica Brandt on the phone and Dorian Yates was buzzing in. Yeah. I mean, so that's how that's how right. stupid this is, right? Mm-hmm. He was probably just looking for a recipe or something because, yeah. you know, he's not that guy anymore. He's probably th- talking to Monica about yoga or something. Yeah. So that's <laughs> yeah. how silly that her friend base is when, when it comes to that bodybuilding and fitness community. Sure. So, And I think the premise of her show in large part is going to be kind of dedicated to the whole fitness, wellness, uh, bikini scene, kind of mm-hmm. really what she morphed the whole scene into. Sure. Because at that point when Monica was... Uh, doing her thing, it was fitness.
2: Yes, but it wasn't fitness like we
1: know it now. It was more figure back then, right?
2: Um, I think she did fitness at first, but like, there wasn't figure. Is what I'm getting. There at. wasn't figure, so that right, would be right. considered yes. the figure. It, of yeah, today. so it was instead of bodybuilding, you had fitness and bodybuilding. That was right. her choices. Oh right, and yeah. so she did fitness. Yep, yeah,
1: yeah, which stemmed off wellness, which stemmed off bikini, which,
2: which uh, yeah went to figure yeah. and then bikini and then yeah. wellness. And, right. physique and all that right mm-hmm. now
1: and looking at her old pictures uh she could have done just about any one of those
2: yeah anyone she chose to do for sure yeah her yeah. body type was mm-hmm. that yeah. anyone
1: she wanted to do yes. she was one of the lucky ones in that sense yes, so, she's, yeah yeah it's gonna be so much fun it's so much fun getting in her right now and talking to her so anyhow guys uh i don't want to beat that like a dead horse but it deserves we're excited uh, we're excited yeah. yeah, some recognition very excited sure. very
2: honored yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah really really cool to have her on board so uh, more recently, so we'll get on to kind of what we've been doing uh, as a podcast. Uh, we actually went down to the USAPL uh, Ladies of Iron and we streamed that event for those of you that got the opportunity to get on. Uh, Robbie and I did. Of course, Pam, you listened in on that, right? a I little listened bit to, to some of it yeah yes. what do you think?
2: Yeah. It was great. Was yeah, it? it was it was good. I mean, I you know, I'm not an expert in in that sport or any in the strength sports, but I certainly follow it and I love athletes of all kinds. yeah, um so it yeah, it definitely I understood it enough. I've been to enough meets to, to kind of understand a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was great. It was good. clear. It was, you know, you guys were telling us enough so we would understand. So people that didn't know what was going on kind of understood because I, I questioned some why they were doing some of the things. And right. I think Robbie did a good job at kind of explaining some of the very beginning stuff that. You know, somebody like myself really would be confused, but yeah, no, it was great.
1: Yeah, sure. he did a great job doing that actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robbie was very methodical in laying yes. out every event yeah. and I kind of just chimed in to be the dope every now and then and yeah. say something silly, <laughs> but in any case, we had a great time doing that. Mm-hmm. And what was really cool that I appreciated about that event this is the perspective that I got from it because mm-hmm. it was one of those perspectives that I generally wouldn't get if I was a part of one of those shows, whether I was competing in it training an athlete or even spectating it because being in front of that screen and watching every single one of those lifts take place Mm -hmm. in in detail, you know, and watching these sort of patterns sort of take place and how these women were lifting and sort of some of the positions they were taking and some of the, I want to say trends sort of in the sport too with sumo and conventional and how many were actually doing one over the other. Uh, It was just a really unique perspective to be behind the camera and do that. And we of course tried to share that perspective with everybody. Uh, And I think we did a really good job of it. But what we're hoping to do is kind of bring now a bit more hype into the USAPL from a live streaming standpoint so we can be a bigger part of these events, sort of moving forward. And it sounds like we're going to be a bigger part of them. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Uh, USAPL states here in Michigan, we're going to try to get involved in. I've reached out to even a couple other USAPL organizations to try to get involved with them as well. And listen, guys, we love this live streaming stuff and being a part of that and being able to spectate it and announce it. Mm-hmm. But just being a part of these events as a whole kind of represents who we are. So uh, it makes it a little bit better.
2: You know, I think that's something new like that I've never seen. It kind of is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me and you did a great job too, like talking about like the athletes and exactly what they're doing and why they're doing it and kind of how you might, you know, change a little bit or a little bit of the background of those, each athlete. So that was good. Like, yeah, yeah, certainly
1: great. we're no coaches. You know, I mean, we, we all kind of take in throughout the years and yeah. stuff we learn and we kind of digest it and sort of just sort of regurgitate it mm-hmm. as we see it. But, yeah. uh, I think a lot of those people that compete at those type of events, they're across the spectrum. Mm-hmm. They, some of them are dealing with some very high level coaches. Mm-hmm. Some of our dealing with some intermediate coaches yeah. and some of them quite frankly are just coaching themselves. Yeah. And I think, uh, you still kind of see a evolution taking place inside those competitions mm-hmm. about kind of who's who and who's doing what. And yeah. there's some certainly great athletes. And that was cool because of all the women that were involved in that, right. uh, you know, you didn't see the back and forth between 20 guys and 20 girls. It was yeah. 42, 46 women. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, it just created sort of this picture it drew this sort of you know, all these different patterns and all these different things that these girls were doing and some similarities and some were diversely, uh, much more diverse and different. Sure. Uh, which i thought was cool so in any case uh we're gonna have fun and continue on doing that um what's going on with your show pam let's get you on and talk about that real quick here because since you're my co-host we got to plug your show right
2: yeah my show you know we we've had a little bit of a break some things happening but you know i'm excited to be back on i have an interview today so and who's that with yeah it's wendy fortino so she's actually somebody that you know um is another IFBB figure pro, um, very you know predominant in the sport right now. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. she'll be on today, and got lots of other fun ideas coming. Yeah, you do. And, I know you yeah. do,
1: and I appreciate you being on with yeah. me today. <laughs> We're gonna segue into uh, our uh, other uh, half of this podcast with Robbie and I, getting right into uh, George Bullard and his refusal to give up the fifth judge at the Great Lake Strongest Man. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy. I've been sure. He, George even knows who that guy is right now, to be honest with you. He claims it's somebody big. He says that I'm going to be shocked by it myself when he releases the name of this fifth judge. I don't know what he's waiting for. Maybe he's just waiting for a confirmation on his end. Or like George typically does, likes to leave something in his back pocket all the way to the you know, last yeah, day of the show.
0: Yeah, I, I, think, I think George knows. I, like I said, I've, I've reached out to George. Actually, I talked to George just the other day. Um, which I haven't talked to a lot of these guys recently cause my life has changed completely. But, uh, I talked to George just the other day and I, I threw a couple names out there that I thought they might be and crickets. Like I was convinced I would He's be a- not giving in. I was convinced I'd be able to get George yeah. to kind of give, give something, not give me the answer, but give something that gave me enough confidence to tell everybody I know who it is nothing yeah. and like it literally our conversation stopped as soon as i said it it was like because really? he did yeah because he who, didn't well, well who was it oh i can't remember who it was at oh, the yeah, time honestly just throwing names at him. yeah i was yeah. just throwing names at him but and it was it was a couple so it wasn't like i could even be like that was who it was because he stopped responding he stopped responding because he didn't want to give it away yeah I, and i think he, he knew i was fishing yeah, and I think yeah. he i think he knew that if, if 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 him and i chatted enough he would give too, he would give too much away
1: yeah but, well, I was shocked he didn't do it on the interview, honestly. Damn George. But he's got a lot of cool stuff going on there. You know, we posted recently that he's got eight more girls to get to over where he was at last year. And all the girl mm-hmm. classes are going to get paid. Yeah. So it sounds like, if I didn't read him incorrectly, that every class now, once we get to eight more women are going to have the opportunity to make some bucks. Yeah. And something I failed to mention on the interview or get George to mention was, and and pick it up here, guys, is that we didn't tell you about the prize packages for that show. Yeah. It exceeds what you're spending. I would almost double what you're actually spending to enter the show he's got so many sponsors on board and god bless you george because again it's all about these promoters doing the right thing right now with these events and george is going that extra mile i I refer to him as the anthony Furman right now of the great lakes community right he's doing some pretty special shit up there Uh i know george go come on dude that's a you know i'm too humble to accept that but he's going to meet anthony next week down at or i'm sorry a month from now down at sean's show Uh and they're actually going to be in an airbnb together him and evan singleton and I would love to be up, fly on that wall. There's going to be a lot of fun conversation going down, but uh, I'm sure they're both going to be able to share some of this great stuff they're doing and agree with me. When I tell you that Anthony and George have a lot of similarities, but in any case, he's got some great sponsors on board. These prize packages are fucking crazy. Yeah. uh, And that's going to be super fun for these athletes. Yeah. He's
0: put, uh, I don't know if he's put them all out there. I can't say that for sure, Uh, but he's definitely put some of them out there. And I was, I mean, they're pretty cool. Uh, There's some pretty cool prize packages, money, things, yeah product uh you know things like that that are being given away um so yeah he's got a, a good thing going there he's got he's got a lot of sponsors and and be honest with you he still has time which is probably the more scary thing which really is because, right? because it's four and a half months away george has got he's got he some won't swagger and game to him yeah he won't yeah. stop um it's cool that the, him and anthony are going to get together because I, I, think, I think it's great yeah, yeah. i think those are yeah. the two perfect kind of kind of i don't know personalities maybe not um, maybe they are, but I think as promoters wise, just to bounce ideas Absolutely. off of each other, yeah. Nick's starting, you know, promoting that show, his show that, that, that that's happening yep. at uh, Bay Harbor or Harbor uh, beach. Harbor beach, Harbor yeah. beach yeah. yeah. Um, and so like, and having Nick there, Nick's obviously very outspoken, very, you know, he's got his ideas too. So I think it's a cool little. Meeting of the Minds. If you want to use, yeah, a really yeah, that's what I I'd like center. to be a flyer that yeah, A over yeah. Those turn. guys are going to have some fun chatting down there. about They're definitely going to, so. yeah, they're definitely going to bring it. So, yeah, that's going
1: to be fun. And of course, I'm still going to try to get down there. Speaking of other strongman shows, uh, and to get back to strength athlete stuff too, Tammy Joe, it wasn't all about usapl in the beginning. Uh, but in any case, uh, I want to make sure that we talk about Mike Loman's show real quick. The Windy City Strongest Man. That's going to be um, May 14th, and I'm heading over there. Uh, the wife and I are going to be going out Friday night. Uh, getting spending spend an evening in Chicago, and then we're gonna hit Mike's show the next morning, uh, represent for Gym Life Podcast, Gym Life Media out there, of course. Uh, get some interviews from these guys and some footage, and I'll have uh, Heather, of course, be the cameraman, and we'll get that done. <laughs> but looking forward to that, I know Mike's got a couple shirts for us, so I'll bring one back for you. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I told him you needed an extra large, and by the looks of you, you're gaining a little weight down there on your new job. So. I am gaining yeah. a little bit of weight,
0: <laughs> I, I've and I'm ashamed to say it because. I mean, I run a gym podcast, but <laughs> basically, since I started, well, you year, are a powerlifter. So, yeah, you know. I know. I don't want to yeah. use that anymore. But basically, <laughs> since I've started the 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 new job, I haven't gone back to the gym. Um, I'm just trying to figure out my schedule and timing. Yeah, and, it's tough, man. It's and tough. well, my wife and I are on separate schedules. We work at the same place, and it's just it's really rough right now. But we're gonna get it, actually just literally, uh, I don't know, Thursday, before last week. I just told my wife I was like, I'm going back to the gym. I got to get back in it, even. Even if I'm not training for like anything in particular, I got to get back there for my mental health. And, yeah, um, yeah, but I definitely have some some things in mind. I think um, I'm still looking at doing some strongman stuff. It'll probably be pushed out to later in the year now, but. Yeah, I got, I definitely got to get back. And part of that was too, like the live stream, like I said, those girls inspired me to like, honestly, I was sitting there,
1: Sometimes that's I was okay. sitting there yeah. literally
0: eating Rice crispy treats on the live stream going, I probably should start squatting again. You know? Yeah. well,
1: yeah, Gina sure knows how to cater an event. I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, no, I hear you. You know what? And you got to give yourself a little grace period sometimes when you're readjusted in life. Nice thing about your body. Once you've been at it for a while and everybody knows this old adage, right? It takes you about half as long to get back as I oh, yeah. did, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm not up. too worried about it. Honestly, like weight wise, I'm not that bad. Um, the composition's changed a little bit, um, which I'm actually kind of excited about. I get a little bit of uh I get a little bit of extra mass to put into some of these yeah, lifts. Hey, so we're gonna to go, go stronger, we're just gonna come and go big right out the Why gate not? and see sure. what happens, you know. And yeah. there's still some stuff I'm I'm working on. Um, you know, with, with, uh, as regards to like testosterone, we're, we're still going to start doing that, but I don't want to start that. So I'm back in the gym yeah, again. Yeah, it's called not wasting your money. Yeah. hundred percent. Right? Yeah. But yeah, so there's a lot of stuff going on, but, uh, I will get back to the gym and, uh, then I'll be credible again. Oh, Your hair's looking <laughs> great bro home. you know it's oh. funny i think this is probably the longest my wife's ever seen as long as i've ever seen it yeah, <laughs> when I she think. met me i was bald yeah. i like it it's so yeah. nice new it look for you kind of preppy looking i don't like it on. yeah you yeah. know i don't like it well, and well, then I, with the well, polo doesn't help i didn't intend on wearing this but like i ran out it looks nice you I look ran out, nice. out of, i know but it's got like grease stains well now on you it. just pointed that out i thought it was just a pattern on the shirt no it's grease stains <laughs> yeah i wore it straight from work i was putting in rv gears and some robot arms and yeah yeah no it's uh I think you're doing a good thing, man. I think uh, you're going to fall right into your groove here soon. And yeah, I think know. we're almost there. I think we're figuring it out. I, we've got a, we've got a routine now that seems to be working. I don't want to bore the listeners with that stuff, but, um, so we're, we're making it's some, life stuff, man. Yeah. Making some switches. I mean, but that's this is what G- we all life deal stuff with, right? right this Absolutely. is what we all deal with. So yep. I've got to make some changes in priorities and, and I got to get better at scheduling, which I am not good at, you know, everybody um, deals
1: with that shit, yeah. man. For I sure. mean, it's a you throw it a big new new thing in life, kid, new job, whatever it is. Yep. Shit goes haywire for a while. Yep. It always fucking does. Yeah, for sure. As you much know?
0: as we like to pretend like we're one hundred percent in control, no right, way. Man. It's just not one variable. Not, the whole fucking mechanism. Yeah, up. for sure. Yeah. Just one little hiccup. You know, it yeah. was like it was like I'm gonna get this job. The timing works out. Blah 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 blah. It's all perfect. Everything's right. gonna be great. And like I hit a brick wall. You know yeah. I hit a wall, dude. And it was just like, wow, dude. None. Of, literally, I've spent. Up until this point, really up until the last couple of weeks, like I would go home and like I would sit on the couch until 730 and pass out. Yeah. You know, I was just done. I was toasted, just tired. You know, we talked about that a lot of
1: our early episodes, you know, we'll get back around to it, I think, because it's worth having that conversation about, especially coming fresh off a change like that. And you're sort of minds in that right now. How do you recover from that and get back to what you love to do? And it's not an easy task and there's a lot of good
0: ideas. Right. Yeah. Uh, So maybe we'll have to, and that's the thing too, right? Like I know all of the things that I need to do to make it happen, but I still couldn't get myself to do them. Right. You know, it's like, I know exactly what I need to do. I need to set a schedule. I need to do, you know, I know these things. I need to set time aside. I know all of the right things to do. And it was just like, yeah, but I don't want to. Well, then, like, then that's, then that's the know. bottom line.
1: Listen, <laughs> why fuck around with it if you're not ready to yeah, enact Yeah, just not plan? ready. You if you're know. not ready to do it, then yeah. still don't fuck around with it. Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah, you see so many guys in training do that, right? Because we're going to tie it all into our gym. In. I'm just going to kind of mail it in, but I'm going to half-ass it. Yeah. I'll tell these guys, get the fuck out of the gym. Right. Stop it. Stop wasting your fucking time. I get it. Getting their blood pumping and all that stuff. Maybe that's a start. Take a walk with the wife. You know, right. go yeah. run around the block with your kid. Get on a bike. Get your head right first, then get back in the gym. Yeah, because all that's going to do is discourage you to get on a program again. Yeah,
0: which and get is funny home. because right before the job, I was the exact opposite guy. Like, I wouldn't miss the gym for right. nothing. My wife's like, "You're getting up on Sunday to go to the gym? we we have this going on." I go, "Yeah, I'm not missing the gym. I'm, right. I'm I'm on a schedule. I got a program. I this this is it." And then it was like literally the next day, I was like, "Dude, I'm not going to the gym." Like my and like at first it was, oh, "I should go to the gym. I go to the gym," but. A couple weeks into it, I was like, I'm just not, I'm not ready to be in the gym. I'm not, I'll go there, but I'm not going to, I'm going to waste time. I only got an hour anyways, and that hour is not going to be well spent. You know, I don't have a program anymore. I'm not ready to fucking do it. I'm exhausted. I'm going to go in there and do bicep curls. So I look cool in the mirror and walk out unsatisfied. So. Why waste yeah. my time? A subpar hypertrophy <laughs> workout at yeah. best. Yeah. At Lots best. of fucking reps. Yeah. yeah. Like, Trying to get
1: a pump on. You're not going to get. Won't you even know? be heavy because no. I'm tired, you know? You know, and, then what happened? You'd be a sore as fuck for the next three days and then skip the next week and have yeah. to start all over again. Right. So what's the point? And
0: I'll walk out and be like, yeah, I'm starting my hypertrophy block and it wasn't even hypertrophy. You know, no, it's right. just like. That's what I'm telling myself. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you make up some weird not program that you're really yeah, not doing yeah. I'm power building right now. Like, right. Shut up. Right. You're well, right. I need
1: to, I need to warm up for a while before yeah. I get to that point. Yeah. We've all talked to <laughs> ourselves that
0: same exact. Yeah, way. for sure. And
1: yeah. so many failed comeback attempts. Right. Yeah. Because then you find yourself out for a week or two and you try it again. But listen, I will tell everybody out there, just keep trying. Of course. But I would prefer you just ready to make the decision to do it and just fucking do it. Yeah,
0: and I think luckily for me, I've been doing this long enough that I know, like, I'm not ready to get back in the gym. I know all the things I need to do, and when I'm ready to do it, I can. Um, I just knew I wasn't, I, I wasn't gonna work. No matter yeah. if, even if I put all this stuff in, like you said, I'd go for two weeks and I'd be out. And I think I've, I've rounded that corner, and I know because I sat across the, from my wife and I go, I'm going back to the gym. I don't give a fuck what you're doing, you know. Right. I'm like, I got things to do. I got goals, and I got things I want to work on. So. I, I definitely hit that point. Now I'll, put, I'll start implementing all the things that we talked about in the episodes of you know setting time aside and sure, making it a right. priority and all that. We're stuff. Experts at it, but yeah. yeah. But the point is, like you like you said, you've got to be in that headspace. Don't force yourself into it because it's what you should be doing, dude. You've never done anything in your life of because you should be doing it. Like, right. let's be honest, with generally each other. doesn't work that. I way. Generally do the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The less mature self does that all the yeah. time, actually. So for sure, yeah. I
1: I, I will say you're going to be just fine and. Uh, you know, this is another example of uh, kind of, you know, the shit we talk about is real uh, yeah. to most of us, right? The most yeah, of us unless you're a pro. Down yeah. it, right, unless you're a pro, unless you're getting paid to do this shit. Yeah. This is the reality of fucking gym, normal man, life. life yeah. man. It f- sure is. Uh, shout out to Hossware, by the way. I wore their shirt last week, my Power Belly shirt. A lot of people say, what what that say? They couldn't see it because the mic was in the way, right? Mm. Last week, the Power Belly. Yeah. Uh, but it was Power Belly, and I guess there's a whole sort of – you know the 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 what do they want to call that the 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 definition behind power belly doesn't necessarily mean big belly of course oh it doesn't no i thought so too yeah. but it was explained to me by Nadia Stowers' coach uh, who i can't remember his name right now he says no it's got a deeper meaning so actually i'll get a hold of him have him tell me what that deeper meaning is yeah. but it has more of just
0: energy or, you know, grabbing that power from coming man. from the gut that's right from yeah. the gut, right okay so i guess we can so kind of get so that. just fat strong men have just been using it that's it because okay. it makes sense oh
1: okay. yeah power belly right it uh, just, okay. yeah it kind of goes that's it but this is another cool one i got from house where uh, i got these uh got a couple shirts from these guys while i was out in clash so shout out to you guys for sure you know i i had a a bunch of questions now nah, you you run across this question a lot uh you know so what so you and you ask yourself when you somebody gets in your ear and says, you know, I wonder about this powerlifting stuff, or I wonder about this strongman stuff. And, mm. you know, I think I want to be a power lifter or I think I want to be a strong man. Right. And then my question in my head is, so you want to be a strength athlete, <laughs> you know, you really know what that takes to be a strength athlete? And I and a little tongue in cheek on that. Right. Cause there's some things that can be kind of silly that we discuss and that mindset. Right. Cause if you ask me what it means to be a strength athlete, everybody that I know in the strength game, that is, Worth their salt is a little bit batshit crazy. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah, because this is not for the faint-hearted. No. The strength game sucks <laughs> and you punish yourself. It
0: sucks bad. It sucks bad. <laughs>
1: yeah, there, there's there, there's little to gain out of this except simply for yourself. Yeah. And all that you put yourself through, the pain and suffering. If you
0: want notoriety, be an Instagram bodybuilder.
1: That's right. Be an Instagram (laughs) bodybuilder. Exactly. Or just get into bodybuilding in general. Yeah. Yeah, Get some abs and post a bunch of pictures every day and work about 30% of what these strength athletes do to kind of get where you're at and have a good diet and all that other stuff, right? Take nothing away from it. It's a different lifestyle. But if you
0: want the recognition, that's that's where
1: it's at. Right. And and what we do know is these guys don't cross over for a reason. It's not because they're physically not capable of doing it. They're mentally not capable of doing it. It's as simple as that.
0: Strength athletes are a different cut of the fucking rug. Sure. Yeah. hundred percent. I think, I think you have to put a little definition on that or a little caveat on that. If, if you want to be a strength athlete, that's competitive. You, there's a, there's a lot of strength athletes that they do it cause it's fun. It's their form of, of right. exercise yeah. and that's great. Yep. I, and I think anybody can do that. Um, but the minute you catch the, the, the competitive bug the you you, you look up your your uh, your state's uh, records yeah for for whatever lifts at your weight class and um, and you start driving towards those things and in states and nationals and and all that stuff you have to be a different person well and that's a
1: fine line there too really enjoying the sport and enjoying being a strength athlete right yeah. Jimmy Cobb said to me because I, reached out, I had a, reached out to a panel of our experts, oh, by the way. okay. So I have a few, but we'll, we'll go Good. back and forth yeah. with it. That was interesting that you said that. Because Jimmy Cobb, who is the greatest bench presser in the world, right? At 1300 pounds. <laughs> yeah. uh, he left me a couple messages because I, I asked Jimmy. I said, what would you say if somebody said that to you? And Jimmy's a very humble guy. Very t- toned down kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'll tell you this. If you don't love it, don't do it. For and sure. if you're only chasing records, don't fucking do it. For sure. Uh, because you'll be disappointed. And you're always going to be disappointed. For the majority of and us. If you're, and I'm paraphrasing, of course. But if you don't love what you're doing in the strength game, then just don't do it. And he says, I'm so in love with it right now. But the minute I'm not, Joe, he says, you won't see Jimmy Cobb bench pressing anymore. Yeah. And so that was a nice, what he gave away with that kind of piggyback to what you just yeah. said. So there's a fine line there, too. For sure. Chase the records all you want. Enjoy chasing the records. Don't make it a job. To the point where you're beating yourself up because you're not. Yeah, right.
0: it's just like anything else. It can't be the only reason. No. It can't be because I want to break the state record or whatever, or national record or world record on in, in anything. Because um, it's not going to be, that's not going to be enough to drive you. You Like you said, you have to love it. You have to want to do it. Um, you have to enjoy it. You know, I think, I think it fell into my life perfectly as far as powerlifting went because those lifts i particularly enjoyed throughout my my fitness and gym life journey is is the three lifts that are in powerlifting so it, it seemed to be the perfect transition to to jump into if if i wanted to be competitive because i loved those lifts it's no it's no secret i love to squat i fucking love to squat i squat probably more than i should in, in most of my programming because I love that lift. Right. I love that lift because the world's bad at it. You know, <laughs> partly, yeah, yeah. a little bit partly. But yeah, there is a fine line there. You have to love it. You have to be a little bit batshit crazy. You have to have a different kind of drive for sure.
1: Yeah, it's a mental game. Uh, it, it, a bit more intensity involved in a lot more effort and a ton more sacrifice. Yeah, I think when we're talking about the physical sacrifice it goes to becoming
0: a great strength athlete, the body, not the lifestyle. The right? body it, for sure. Yeah, the body for sure. Yeah, it's funny because people say that all the time. Like, um, they're like, "How can you be sore after powerlifting? You do, you do three lifts. You do nine total." There's lifts. a perfect example. Yeah, and and I yeah. and I tell them, I say, "Listen, those nine total lifts probably equal your workout for the week." That's right. Because when we're talking 80%, 90 percent. At minimum, for three lifts, the volume is extremely high. When you start putting that total together, okay, so, so you total 1,400. Yeah, but for the day... You you lifted 4,200 pounds in right. six hours. That's right. You know, yeah. That's an intense level of volume over a long period of time. Yeah, and yeah. most people and to keep
1: your body in mind at a high level is exhausting. Sh- yeah,
0: for sure. And most people and food and like you can't yeah. refuel properly in that yeah. time. This frame. is the strength game. Yeah. yeah, you can't refuel in six yeah. hours. You can't. You can't get enough water in. You can't get enough salt in. You can't. None of that. So you're depleting yourself throughout this process. You're putting in more. volume volume than most people put in in their in their five-day workout like that's why you're the fucking sore <laughs> that's right you feel like you got hit by a truck the day after a competition both men and powerlifters
1: uh taylor going taylor gone said to me he said if he heard that question he'd say get ready to willingly to hurt yourself physically mentally and emotionally to find what you're made of
0: it's not for everyone and that's okay yeah no for sure 100 percent. i think that's the biggest though And he hit and I didn't even think about it until you said it, bro, emotionally, like you're going to hate yourself yeah, because you're going to have these goals. You're going to have these ideas and 95% of them you're not going to make, you're not going to hit, you're not going to get to where you want to be. You know, people talk about when they start going to the gym. They develop more body dysmorphia than before they came to the gym. Yeah, and I think it's more true for powerlifters. The more or, or, strong, or strength athletes, too,. Yeah. the more weight I lift, the weaker I feel like I am. Yeah, because I'm like, because now I'm looking to the next thing. I'm like, yeah, I just squatted 500 pounds, but motherfuckers in my weight class are squatting 600. Yeah. Now when I I squat 600, motherfuckers squatting 700. You know, I'm I'm always under everybody.
1: Be prepared to fail lifts. You're gonna
0: yeah, you're gonna beat yourself up.
1: Sean Shoemaker gave me three. He says you could, if you want to, regularly get mad at yourself over the fact that you can't pick something up. (laughs) (laughs) Think about that. Yeah. You're going to have to deal with the fact. Like, because you're not adjusting. You're, you're not enough. You're just not enough. Yeah. And it's too much for you to do. Yeah. And you better get used to it because it's going to happen repeatedly. Oh, It's basically the same story re- recurring over and over
0: and over. Yeah. And over. I got a perfect example of that in my deadlift. My deadlift stalled out for a year. Yeah. A year. And not only did it stall out, I couldn't hit my PR I hit 12 months ago. Right. Ever.
1: Which really starts the mind really brain, right?
0: starts to fuck yeah. you. Yeah. You're like, was it a fluke? Was it, you know, of course we went through our training, got through that. But then after we got through that, I saw this great big progress for a while, pretty, pretty steadily. And then it's fucking did it again. Yeah. And it's like, there's nothing you can do. You can't fucking eat enough. You can't sleep enough. You can't recover enough. Right. You can't change your position enough. Can't hire the right fucking hey. coach. You're just stuck and you're not enough. Hey. Come back after your little time off. I bet you can get it now. Oh, I know yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, a hundred percent. Right? There's something there. Job. But get it's just it's it, yeah. He's a hundred percent right. Be prepared to just not be enough. <laughs> the second
1: thing he said is you could you could if you want to become more obsessed with being able to lift weight in your life than being able to supply yourself with food and shelter. That was the a... sacrifice, right? The sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of truth behind that. A lot of us can relate just in our gym lives what that means. Yeah. That's not by itself alone to strength athletes, but certainly we can all relate what it means. But there's an our... extra
0: level to it, right? Cuz now we're paying yeah. for competitions, equipment that you don't <sighs> buy the equipment. regular gym sure. person goes to, right. especially strongmen. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. so in powerlifting, I about a singlet, knee sleeves and wrist wraps, but in strongman, you got you got you got deadlift suits, squat suits for some events, knee wraps, knee sleeves. Elbow sleeves, wrist wraps, grip shirts. I mean, the list goes on and on. Four different shoes for your competition. You right. know, like. It, you're just you're right. Yeah. And then <laughs> on top of that,
1: you're buying specialty bars and everything else that your gym may not yeah, carry.
0: And you're carrying it with you to the gym. That's right. <laughs> or That's or right. if you have a nice gym, they let you store it there. But most of them, they're picking it out of the back yeah. of their pickup truck. That's so true.
1: <laughs> and the last one, he says, you could, if you're willing to get comfortable knowing that muscle tears, major injuries, become more. Upsetting because you can't train in the fact that you've damaged your body, which a lot of us, if you've been in the strength game long enough, know exactly what that feels like, mm-hmm. because the idea of lifting weights, like as a bodybuilder or bodybuilding or uh, regular gym, bro, hypertrophy type lifting, you'd never really experience what it means to take yourself out of the game you love because something happens kind of the one off, mm-hmm. right? Go ahead and blow your hamstring out, do something to your hip flexor and not be able to deadlift for X amount or your neck right. like Sean did yeah. and try to Still overcome did. that, Yeah, you know, and while you're trying to do everything else. It just doesn't happen.
0: Yeah. I think that, and I think that's kind of Sean was the point that Sean was getting to there is the strength athlete, especially one that's competitive and wants to be competitive when they talk about injury, you never hear them say, yeah, if I, if I tear my hamstring, I, I won't be able to work. They say, if I tear my hamstring, I won't be able to deadlift. That's right. We're well, like, we can give a damn about going to work. We'll figure that part out. Right, that's an easy but, part. But son yeah. of a bitch, I can't deadlift for right. how long? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I'll be homeless,
1: but I can't deadlift. <laughs> you know, I reached out to Julia Tomachewski. So she's, uh, of course, uh, a strong woman, a OSG girl, and also a elite powerlifter. And her response was, well, you better figure out how to match that lip shirt, lip, lipstick to your grip shirt. So there are other intangibles that I was not aware of. But somebody like Julia would tell you, it's not an easy task. That's probably not an easy game. When you get a Venator grip shirt and you have to match your lipstick to it. Sure. So I get that too, Julia. And and Lindsey Gray said to me, she said, well, get ready to keep your eyes on your own paper. Paraphrasing, of course. Your programming starts, it's your programming. Yeah. And and unlike what you can normally do in other lifting, act, lifting you know, the world, right? Where you can kind of look at something and go, oh, that looks good. I think I'm going to try that. Or oh, I like the way he's doing his triceps today. I think I'm going to try that. You stick to your own paper, yeah. your own programming. And it's never meant more than it does when you're a strength
0: athlete. Yeah. And I think the, the second side to that is what we just talked about a little bit earlier into this. And like taking that to a broader, a broader definition of that is like, you can't compare yourself to that guy that's squatting 600 pounds. Cause you're just not there. Yeah. And like, you can't try to do what he's doing because he's squatting 600 pounds, cause you're not ready for it. You're not there, whatever yeah. it is. And that's what we talked about early on when we talked about people who sumo deadlift, cause that's what they're supposed to do, you know, because they saw somebody in the gym doing it. That dude, that's right. not you. That's, that's not right. you. That's not your program. It's not your body. It's not your lift. Right. You need to do it this way. And just because they're doing more than you doesn't, doesn't mean matter. You copy it's not their homework. It. it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like yeah, that. Yeah. So there's
1: another mind game being played yeah. right there.
0: I think, I think when, if somebody says, uh, what does it take to become a strength athlete? I think my answer from now on is don't. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. well you'll get that right more times than you won't yeah but that's the thing when you're talking to guys right yeah girls, for sure because what they don't understand is what they're about to get into and truthfully i think a lot of us can testify that as many people as we've heard say or get into the game are just as quickly out of the game than those who stick around
0: for sure you know or, or the majority is out compared to those few that do stick around yeah. <laughs> because it is a different game altogether. it's the reason there's there's a reason our sport is small Um, in in the athlete pool and part of its growth. And we've talked about that before, but part of it is, it's just, you're not cut from that cloth. You're not ready for this game. It fucking hurts hurts bad. You know, (laughs) I'm always, I'm always hurt. (laughs) You know,
1: stone bear, you know, I reached out to him as well. And of course, Jake. Oh God, he had a great
0: day. Well, listen, he gave me
1: four or five Yeah, and they were great. A couple (laughs) of them, I was rolling and and Heather was saying, what are you laughing about over there? That it was funny. I mean, he, in listening to him, I want to try to, See, I'm not even going to say what he said yet. Okay. Because these clips are priceless. Okay. This guy is entertaining as fuck, as you know. He's also very smart and he's articulate as all get up, uh, which some of you might be surprised to know that because he's the loudest guy on TikTok. But I will say one of the things he pointed out was training hurt, right? Yeah. You better be able to fucking deal with the pain. Yeah. Because you're not just stopping. To a point. To a point, right? right? Yeah. You you got, you, you rip the skin off your arms and you're loading stones. And maybe you have, maybe you don't, or you can't, or you, for whatever reason, you're taping yourself up and you have to deal with the pain of that. Or he injured his tailbone, had to finish the contest. Mm -hmm. I mean, what I'm getting at is you're not using some of these small and minor hurts and aches and pain as a reason not to continue. Yeah, because you'll be laughed right the fuck out of your sport yeah. because it's particularly strong, man, because it doesn't work like that. There's a level of intensity that's required and there's a level of determination to overcome aches and pains that is required as well. Because yeah. if you think you're going to a competition and you're not going in with some kind of ache or pain or you're waiting for that moment to happen, get the fuck out of the sport sure. because it's not going to fucking happen.
0: Yeah, and I think that's we talked about that in a previous episode too. the definition, but the difference between playing hurt and playing injured. That's right. You, you, can, you can definitely play hurt. You yeah. know, you can't yeah. injuries are different, but we're talking minor hurts, um, even minor, what you would normally consider injuries outside the strength world. We consider a minor inconvenience. I mean, right. I can't tell you how many strength athletes out there probably have a partially torn rotator cuff, well, you know, like let's talk
1: about Sean, right? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And his bicep in
0: that last pull he did at that yeah.
1: meet that before he got a surgery. Yeah. Yet. I mean, that's a legit injury. That's a legit injury yeah. working through it, yeah. knowing that, okay, I have a legit injury even and. And everything that I'm doing today really can't make it any fucking worse than it already is. It's just going to hurt. It's just going to fucking
0: hurt. It's going to fucking hurt.
1: So imagine having a ripped bicep, right? A torn fucking bicep. That thing was torn Torn. off the bone high. And you're going into a deadlift, wrapping that fucker up and pulling. Even though you're not engaging that bicep like you think in your head, tell me that
0: didn't hurt. Oh, it hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah. Sean will tell you that. I think he did in the interview. Yeah. Same thing. And same thing with our, you know, our other guy, our strongman, Sean. Yeah. Um, You know, he's had this, this nerve injury. Right, and he's out there deadlifting it. You know, clash. He's out there deadlifting it, and I mean, it's a it's a nerve injury in his neck, dude. It's no joke. Yeah, like his left sides or right side. Sean will have to correct me on either one. It's jacked up,
2: yeah. and he'll tell you. Right,
0: he puts it. He tell, puts it on Instagram all the time. Nope, wasn't ready for that pull, but it's just that's the difference. Like as a strength athlete, that's an injury. To everybody else, but to the strength athlete, like that's that's a a, minor inconvenience. That's a, yeah, that's a minor inconvenience. I'm going to move. And what gets you through those lifts? What
1: gets you through those moments? Like Sean McHugh and Sean Shoemaker and everybody else out there that's listening. That's a, that's a strength athlete because everybody's dealt with something. It's the idea that you're just not going to give up and fail in front of your peers. Yeah, that's, you what may drop that in training. You may decide to walk away from that till the next day in your gym or at home, yeah. but I promise you this much, not when you're competing, these motherfuckers will do everything it takes, including pass out while they're loading stones over a bar until they just can't do it anymore. Yeah. And that's a certain kind of individual and I can line them up in the gym. And probably hundred guys, and I'd be lucky to get one out of that. Yeah, fucking and that's
0: match. the and that's exactly it. Those are yep. those guys, you know, the Shans of the world, the Shans of the world, the the, the Ben's of the world. Which, by the way, he, I'm going to finish off with his. Yeah, but even even you know even Noel in our most recent one. I mean, Absolutely. these are the mother like when you step on the platform, none of that. It, where you're going to pull, you're going to push, you're going to squat, whatever that's whatever right. it takes. Right, wrong, or indifferent—that's just who we yeah. fucking are. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and, and you could talk to all the people in the world that tell you you shouldn't be fucking doing that, and but that's who don't we don't do it, and that's who yeah. we are. Don't though. do it. That's who we are. That's right.
1: No, and, and that is so true. So yeah. So do you want to be a strength athlete? Yeah. The answer is no. <laughs> the, the answer is probably not <laughs> yeah. for most people. Yeah. That is a fact. So I'm going to finish this show with a quote from uh, the 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 Dark Lord of Iron himself. Okay, I God, I don't even do no, like... no, the, man. You know the guy's a wordsmith. He's Bro, a I love the guy to death, but he, he is a poet. He is a poet, and you know it. Yeah, he's okay? a poet. Of so let let me let me. This this might be man. I don't know, maybe two minutes long. Ben Pauli says it all sounds glorious and great. The tribal admirer. Oh no, I'm sorry. Ooh, shit. Sorry, Ben. That was the wrong one. Uh, there's no salt in the uh, You know what? What the hell?
0: Oh, well, maybe we lost it. Sorry, Ben.
1: I don't know. Oh, 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 I didn't. I didn't. You keep talking. <laughs> I don't have anything else I'm to say. Gonna, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm man. tapped ben. out, man. I'm ben. tapped out. Man, yeah. Well, okay. You know what? I'm going to save that anyhow. I'll save it and I'll find it because he sent it to me somewhere, and I thought he sent it to me on Instagram. And and I'm going to get this. And i I'm, I'm going to start the show off next week with that. It was beautifully articulated. Ben's missed his calling. Although I think he was like an English major or something crazy. So no. it's no, to no surprise he's that smart of a guy when it comes to how he articulates himself. In There's this. some
0: guys out in yeah. the strength world that can write, you know. He's in, this in, guy, right? In the gym world. We've oh, talked man. about he's it. He's the thespian of the strength community. We've talked about no it with question. Gary, you know, yeah. and his stuff on Instagram. The dude writes like an article on himself every day. Right. And he's very right. good at it. <laughs> well, listen.
1: Ben know has the knows how to get his point across to a lot of the people. The Red King. Uh and, and he's he's our guy when it comes to that. For now, we're gonna have him write some of our shtick. So in any case, uh, yeah, man, uh thanks for uh you know getting in here tonight and us pulling this one off. One yeah, man, I'm
0: sorry. I like yeah yesterday, guys, I, I literally came home, I crashed out, I woke up, it was like time to come podcast. I texted Joe, I was like, i c I'm no not orders. I'm not getting there. I passed back out till like eight thirty. I got a a message from Nick O'Hare and I had answered his messages for 10 minutes and then I passed back out. <laughs> no, listen, man, we're going to work out all the kinks. In the
1: meantime, you just get yourself back in the gym. Don't worry about it. We came up with a good plan B if we ever need it. Yep. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we appreciate everybody joining us again on the Gym Life Podcast, episode 34. Uh, I'm going to get that Tyler Young interview out. We're going to get this, of course. It'll be ready for everybody watching out there, and thanks for supporting us. And remember, share, share, share. We're really going to ride that hard right now with all you guys. Share, share, share. Subscribe, that's nice. we got 1,500 of you watching of us watching this every week. Mm. Only 380 subscribers. I think I'm done even beating that drum. Just share this yeah. damn Gym Life Podcast so we can get it out to everybody and everybody can get back to us. So thanks again.